If I can't drop a guy out of my car at 50 miles an hour, I don't want to drop a guy out of my car. If you want to get down to brass tacks, yeah, that's what we're talking here. Welcome to a brand new day for the Digital Scripts Empire. Uh, we've been talking and we want to kind of mix things up a little bit, try something a little different for the show. Uh, we're going to split everything into its own show. So this will be the first of the first segment show, which will just be, you know, whatever random nonsense we have on tap. Jason wants to talk about a new podcast he found. So I need another podcast to listen to like I need a hole in the head. <laughs> Actually, I think I and yet I think I might have you a keep subscribing to more. I might have a rim shot sound effect. I might put that in there. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see. But some friends at work introduced me to a podcast called The Dollop. And I haven't actually listened to an episode, so I'm not going to go too deep into it. But apparently it's two comedians. One guy's somewhat of a historian. And they just look at the craziest, just most batshit history items of yesteryear and talk about it with a comedic slant. And I found out about it because uh, John Boy, who is the guy... It's probably John Boy. I shouldn't say John Boy, because that just makes it sound like Boy is the main part there. But his name is John, so... John Boy. John Boy. John Boy? John. John Boy. John Boy? John Boy! The Demon King. No, that sounds like the Demon Kane. The Demon King. <laughs> Gotta get it right. Hey, that's that's the pro grappler's part. Yeah, well. Gotta get in a plug there. Hey, I finally have an excuse to get you to shut up about wrestling at least three out of the four times I talked to you. Yeah, well... We'll see how long that lasts. It, it's a, it was a show that John did. He does a show called Pretty Good, where it's about like the pretty good things that pretty pretty good stories that you might hear that are not like amazing sports stories or stories about people's <laughs> lives, but they're pretty good. So it's just a podcast about adequacy. But it's not because the stories are really awesome. It's just they're not. I don't know. I think it's just the name of the show that he gave. They are awesome stories. So this one in particular <laughs> that I'm thinking about is t- is about the 1904 St. Louis Olympic Marathon. And I didn't know anything about it going in. And now I know that it's apparently the most disastrous sporting event like ever held in history. Like p- three people nearly died. The guy that won stopped and took a nap in the middle of the marathon. <laughs> That's not a disaster. That's amazing. Yeah. It's uh, people were like abducted by the mob or whatever on the way, and it, like runners. Yeah. Well, then they should have been faster. Well, I mean, it's a marathon, so you're not trying to go. Well, you're trying to go fast, but you're also trying to. When someone's trying to abduct you, you do go fast. Unless... I think those people had a competitive advantage. <laughs> Next time I'm running a marathon, I'm going to hire the mafia to try and kidnap me. I think I would do better. I think I'll do that for you, so you don't know it's coming. I think I think surprise abduction would would it motivate you more than oh nope these are the guys I hired to come grab me better run that would actually be awesome like because there's always people trying to encourage marathon runners to do better like just to show up in a van and just like have a bunch of guys in ski masks and just like slowly drive behind them and then they're like <laughs> you'd shave minutes off their time minutes some vaguely European guy in the front passenger seat just staring at them maybe maybe pulling down a black glove over his hand <laughs> over and over just constantly checking their ropes i like this idea especially if it's one of those marathon well like almost every marathon where they you know they rope off the area so it's like there's no cars in this area and then you see that one car <laughs> it's like what are they doing here and they just slowly follow you <laughs> and then every like five minutes they swoop in and grab somebody and put them in the van so you know you need to keep moving or you're next 
Oh, this is better than one of those zombie walk things. Absolutely. This is, this is way better than the zombie Way more walk cardio. Thing. It's more of an investment, though. We're putting a lot of effort into just helping people run better. But we're nice guys, so, you know. Yeah, I want, I want you to better yourself. If I'm going to terrify you and not not murder you. <laughs> I'm just going to put you in my van, hold you there for a minute, and then say, next time, run faster. There you go. Get back out there, champ, yeah. and swat you on the butt. <laughs> That's great. And don't explain anything. I'll be like, yeah, the whole race commission put us up to this. Yeah, no, it's totally safe. Just, yeah, next time, run faster. And then toss them out. Get up to speed, too, and, like, put them down on their feet. So it not only encourages them to run faster, but it makes them run faster. <laughs> and just hope they keep that this pace. This is how fast you need to go <laughs> yeah. if you want to beat that guy. I kind of wonder if there's a human alive, and this includes, like, Usain Bolt, of somebody that get, like, to 50 miles an hour and get your legs going to a speed where... <laughs> Somebody just touches you down outside a van and you actually no, keep running. No, 50 miles an hour, no. That is not possible. I'm trying to... Slower speeds, yes. Well, yeah, of course slower, but I'm not interested in slower. <laughs> if I can't drop a guy out of my car at 50 miles an hour, I don't want to drop a guy out of my car. If you want to get down to brass tacks, yeah, that's what we're talking here. But I guess I'm, t- I'm, t- I'm looking for Sonic the Hedgehog speeds where his legs are spinning so fast already when he hits the ground. It's like, <laughs> as opposed to legs are spinning and then when you put them on the ground oh god their legs are just a tangled bloody mess i'm i'm so sorry i misjudged i should have looked into the physics of that before i did this i honestly thought you would have been okay i was just trying to help you be your best it was either this or give you cornflakes this morning and you know cornflakes are gross carbologia on uh, a whole load of noodles well, I apologize. I dissuaded you off your uh, your new podcast thing, but I do have more marathon stories. Do you want to go back or you want to keep going? Mm, uh, let's just go with this is the first episode and more marathon stories. <laughs> I still want to talk about that racist kid. We were going somewhere one time and we ended up being stuck with a marathon. We live right by this canyon. And so every year they have a marathon where everyone goes to the top of the canyon and just runs a marathon down a mountain. So it's like the Cheaters Marathon. It's a pretty easy marathon. It's nice. It's in the shade most of the way. Very pretty. All downhill. And we got stuck going down this road. And it was so slow. Because they would always stop you for marathoners. And we're going like right along this one lane. So it's one lane going one way. One lane going the other. Two and a half lanes dedicated to marathoners. And you're just slowly plodding down the road. While people pass you running. And my wife was just getting so pissed she's like why are they doing this why are they slowing us down look at that fat lady she shouldn't be running just just getting angrier and angrier. you have a loving wife to me yes (laughs) to random fat chicks running down the hill no it's a very specific group of women to hate but go ahead well they were slowing us down we were trying i can't even remember we were trying to get but we were trying to get somewhere and this lady was preventing it and yeah and then my my son's sitting there like what are these people doing they're running, and they're running really far, and you should be proud of them. I'm not. I'm tired. Let's go. Like Mommy says, they're fat and slow. Right, Mommy? I heard you. We hate these people for achieving their lifelong goals. Like, these people worked hard on this. Now shut up and deal with it. Also, welcome to adulthood, son. <laughs> yeah. And wife. You're going yaks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to say any more about that than needs to be said. Uh, but yes, that's, that's, that's your life now. You're going to resent things that people do and there are going to be things that are going to slow you down, but that's life. That is absolutely life. And you know what? Someday 
you're going to want to do something and you're going to work really hard on it and that thing is going to mildly inconvenience a Chinese lady and you're just going to hope she's nicer than your mother. I've never, I've met Chinese ladies. I've not really interacted with one to the point where I could say, yep, that's probably my, the case for me as well. So I'll just say <laughs> agreed. Judging by the way my son's life is going to go, he's going to inconvenience a lot of Chinese ladies. Speaking of sons, I hear you talked to a racist kid at a library. <laughs> yes, I did. If you ruin the segue, it's not a segue. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so it was actually more of a conversation with my daughter. So my daughter does not speak English. She only speaks Chinese. So wherever we go, we have to talk to, in Chinese to her. And my son just is a dick about it and only responds in English. So we pretty much talk to one kid in one language and one kid in another. It looks like we're a horrible, horrible social experiment. We're like, we don't want our kids to unite against us. So we taught them different languages. So I was in the library with my daughter and I was talking to her in Chinese. And some kid, he was probably like six or seven, just like staring at me, mouth open and there's a, a break in my conversation with my daughter and he's like are you speaking french and i'm like oh no actually it's it's chinese she only speaks chinese and then figuring i would be friendly i turned to him like do you speak any other languages and he looks at me and like no i talk how people are supposed to he's making america great again <laughs> i know i'm like you should thank this patriot I'm glad you can't vote because <laughs> i know who you'd vote for slap a hat on that kid parents have taught him things possibly terrible things yeah that's uh, that young that that terrifies me that kids would think that i'm an optimist so i'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt that he did not hear that exact phrase from anyone he just you know i speak this way this is how people are supposed to talk because i'm how people are supposed to be right everything i do is default correct because i'm six and i'm perfect that that I've I've heard enough things come out of my daughter's mouth and I'm like, "Oh no, we have to stop that immediately." And then uh, yeah, on review of the tape, I find, "Oh no, okay. She's 4. That's what she's supposed to think." <laughs> exactly. You know, you, they're just we're just so used to dealing with horrible people. We think everyone's horrible, but they might just be stupid because they're young. Not stupid, ignorant. Stupid is yeah. stupid means you know and you're just ignoring it because you're stupid. Ignorant means you don't know any better. Ignorant is a better word. It is, because I don't want to call my daughter, well, you're stupid, but someday you'll be intelligent. I don't know when that'll happen. Apologies if it doesn't. That's my that's not, my genes. I'm not working on it. <laughs> that's my fault. Don't blame your mother. I'm the one that made you stupid. <laughs> See, that's, yeah, that's the opposite conversation we have at my house. Like, yeah, Mark's like, yeah, blame your dad. He's the one that made you stupid. And you're just sitting over there, <laughs> staring at the wall, chasing <laughs> flies. I found a thing. <laughs> Guys, there's a butterfly in the yard. No, wait, sorry, it's garbage. I don't, I don't think that's stupid. I think that's, we got. We have to take daddy someplace special. Oh, my kids would take me so many special places if they could. <laughs> oh. We were going somewhere. Oh, yeah, we were driving to the restaurant last night for dinner. And Roar by Carry Perry came on the radio. And my daughter likes to sing it. She, that's one of, that's her song. That and uh, This Is My Fight song. She's already got her preteen mixtape worked out in her head. Again, young and stupid, I know. <laughs> Ignorant. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. And so she starts singing, You'll hear me, roar, oh, 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 oh. And my son starts singing, Roar, oh, 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 o
and acted like he's dying in the middle of the car. And my daughter thought that was hilarious. So she starts doing it, and my wife's getting mad. It's like, seriously, stop teaching her that. I need one serious person in this family. <laughs> Already lost your jackass of a father. Father turned you into a jackass. Don't you pass it on? Yeah, you're you're the only one like, left. This is not me. I didn't teach her any of this. This is all on the boy. No, no. I think it's all uh, you contributed, definitely, directly and indirectly. So at least she knows I have to keep this one normal because look at these two. <laughs> that is her goal. She's like, okay, I think I know what mistakes I made with the boy, so I can avoid making those with the girl. And it pretty much involves any and all contact with the dad. So if I can just keep her hating her dad, she'll end up okay. Oh, uh, you're going to get to like five kids and your wife will just be inside crying while you and all the kids are like playing in traffic outside. <laughs> Red light, kids. Mommy Fario drill. It never worked. I just wanted one of them to be normal. Was that too much to Her father's stupid genes were too strong. They took over. They're idiots. It's like Swiss Family Robinson, but they're not all loving, wonderful kids. They're just all idiots. And the mother is like saying, I might watch a show like that. Just call it Dad Side Wins. Dad jeans. You can't escape them. That makes it sound like a, a item of clothing. No, those are mom jeans. Is there an equivalent? Like I've I've thought about that, and you know, they like Obama's been seen in like mom jeans. Like, oh, look at him wearing his mom jeans. It's like, okay, but really, he has a penis. They're definitely. Oh, thank not you. Mom. I wasn't sure why I was confused by that. <laughs> oh wait, he has a penis. <laughs> we can't say mom jeans. Yes, there is an equivalent of mom jeans for dads. Cargo shorts. Have you been hearing about the controversy about cargo shorts these days? I hate when people say, have you heard the controversy about, and then, well, then you said cargo shorts. <laughs> there is no cargo shorts controversy, but go ahead. There is a cargo short controversy. Go ahead. People are trying to shame people out of wearing cargo shorts. What are they, What is the shame that they're applying? Because they're dad pants. They're like, those are unfashionable and those aren't cool. And then like, what about me makes you think I care? I need a place for everything. I need all these pockets to put all their stuff. And my stuff. And this thing I just picked up. Look, a rock. It's cool. What <laughs> a cool rock. I have my phone. I have my keys. I have my wallet. I have my wife's phone. I have my wife's keys. I have my wife's wallet. I have my kid's phone. I have this rock that my son gave me. I have every granola bar wrapper that we have consumed in the last three years. People keep handing me stuff and I need pockets. Don't you take these away from me. Okay, so cargo shorts for the man who can't handle his shit. (laughs) (laughs) For the man who has too much shit, which is every man. I don't care who you are. You're getting too much crap. Okay, well, you want to know the other path? And this is the path that I've gone down, and I get many, many dirty looks for it. You get a bag. A man bag. Yes. A scrotum. I I mean, I've got two now, so I'm double the man. (laughs) (laughs) you're walking around with your pockets full of crap i got two scrotes what's up (laughs) my initial scrotum is enough logistical worry for me to deal with i don't need a second one and there's the episode title thank you very much (laughs) my initial scrotum do we want to talk about extra scrotums because i got stories about extra scrotum i can't believe that's true but no i think probably that's enough for this discussion initial scrotum will be uh, etched in my brain. Don't worry, we will talk about it again. Yeah, I'm adding it to the list.
Thank you very much for listening. To find more podcasts from our network, head on over to www.digitalstrips.com. You can also find us at twitter.com slash digitalstrips, facebook.com slash digitalstrips, or soundcloud.com slash digitalstrips. 